We're recording a podcast. We are. This is the Fiber Coven podcast. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. Hey, we're so glad you're here. I am Lauren from Valkyrie Fibers. And I'm Emily from Kitty with a Cupcake. We have guest host Porch Cat. He's sitting on my lap. Yeah. But uh, we're going to talk about some yarn stuff and some witchy stuff. I guess in news, I'm in Kentucky still visiting Emily, who lives here. It's great. We're, we're doing lots of things. Yeah. Making bonus content that is up for free at uh, Emily's Kitty with a Cupcake YouTube, where we do all sorts of Vlogmas things. Yeah. We've been releasing daily videos, and like I said, they're for free. Not behind a paywall on our Patreon, so now's the time to watch us do some silly stuff if you enjoy us. Mm-hmm. And even if you're not a holiday or there's... Um, I definitely say some non-holiday content going on in there, too. Oh, yeah. And it is kind of fun to see everything Emily's getting in her advents. I have a lot of advents this year. I'm eating her chocolate. You're helping to eat the chocolate. I'm a big help. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're here to talk about yarn. <laughs> and we do have a finished object this week. It's mine. It's my finished object. I finished a pair of socks. They're great. They're so cheerful. They're very nice. Um, They're for my mother, for Giftmas, and they are in Lauren's Spearmint Tea colorway, and I use leftovers from my Sucker Punch Shrug uh, for the heels, toes, and cuffs, and that was Lola Bean um, Purple Nurple in the Bean Sprout base, so... They look great. Yeah, the purple really ties in with the little purple speckles on the Spearmint Tea, and I think they look very, very nice. Yay. I'll add them to my gift my sock pile. That's so awesome. And so tell me about the pair of socks you've cast on to replace those. I'm trying to get one more pair of gift socks done um, before I have to, you know, give gift presents. So I have cast on a sock. It's pretty much just a cuff right now. And it's uh, blue and gray, different blues and different grays in a self-patterning yarn. From Regia. Yay. So there's the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these are going to be for my uncle. And yeah, they're just they're just vanilla socks and not doing anything particularly interesting. Um, it seems like it might be sketchy to get these done. But because of the driving up to Chicago aspect of the holidays, I am not super worried about getting them done, I'd say. And seeing now the sort of like live music performances you go to and you get a lot of knitting done at those. Yes, I do. Those are prime vanilla sock knitting venues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure we'll be hanging with some people and doing some stuff and some vanilla mm-hmm. socks will happen. Yeah. Um, and that's all I'm working on that I can talk about. I have a secret thing that I can't talk about at all. That is mostly what I've been knitting on, but it's a secret. Yeah, but you just started it. Yeah, it's still kind of small. It's cool, though. You guys will like it. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned for further details. I have also been knitting on a sock. Sorry to dislodge a porch, man. Zip, zip. Almost done with the first sock, and it is the Forest Fruit Socks by Sachiko Bergen. Uh, I've knit a pair, a couple pairs of these before, but I think I like this one best. Oh, no. Thank you, the cat. Thank you for your help. Yeah, so I'm using Knox Yarn Co. and the Faunus Base in the Harbinger colorway for the purple. That's the main color. And just some black with gold Stellina that I dyed myself for the color work. 
I did uh, not weigh out my yarn properly and I have used over half of it. So there might be some sock surgery happening later and definitely I was not planning on a black cuff, but now I'm doing a contrast cuff, which I think will actually look very nice. It will look very nice. And I think the intended recipient will understand my yarn mismanagement because they are also a knitter. And if they have one sock that has a black toe and one that doesn't, fine. But then if I run out, they'll both have matching toes after some surgery. Mm -hmm. I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, I think that the color work part looks very nice. It looks maybe like Victorian damask uh, wallpaper or something. Mm. Uh, And it's pretty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I did it yesterday while Emily was working. Mm -hmm. And then I have also been using up my scraps in a stash buster project. I am knitting a reversible hat. So it's basically a crown to crown hat in a fade and I am dropping yarn everywhere like you do. Thank you, Emily, for assisting me. But see, look, it's a nice fade. It goes from pink to purple to grayish bluish and now it's going into lighter, lighter blues and then greens eventually. So these are all the leftovers from the Power of the Full Moon Club that Emily and I did. But instead of doing them in the order of the months that they were inspired by, I'm doing them in a little fade. Yeah, and it's huge because you're doing like a crazy big reversible hat situation. Yeah, so eventually one crown will be stuffed into the other crown and it'll be totally reversible and hopefully with a little bit of a brim too. So it's going to be enormous. You're getting pretty close though, I think, right? Because like, I mean... I like a real slouchy hat. Okay, well, I mean, that's like a pretty decent hat size already. But, but, But brim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like got to be four times as long as like the actual fold up. Oh no, I lost some yarn. Okay. That's all, it's all good. You take that mess. Hot mess. But I think the fade looks awesome. Mm-hmm. It's like, one of the better fades I've done, I'll say. It's so nice. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, porch cat. Left. And that's what I've been knitting on. Whips. I guess we can do acquisitions now. Mm-hmm. That's the way we do things around here. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, we've acquired a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I guess I could start off with the Kickstarter stuff. I took some of my Kickstarter stuff that I had bought last week, but I got the rest of it this week. I got, you can show off the things. I got some washi tape from Emily's Kickstarter. They're really nice. And a lot of these are for giveaways. So, hey, we might be giving away some of this stuff. Yeah. So there's a witchy washi. Um, there's one that's elemental and one that's tarot themed, mm-hmm. but all cutesy. I got some pins and needle minders. I got the potion bottle, the craft witch needle minder, but that's the only needle minder there is, and then the crescent moon, mm-hmm. all for giveaway things. Ooh, making messes. And jingle, 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 jingle. Stitch markers. There is the kawaii tarot set and the elemental set. They're really cute. They're I like very how they cute. turned out. We've been putting these on our Instagram, so if you want to see close up, you should definitely check out our Instagrams. Mm-hmm. And then a buttload. That's the technical that term. That is a buttload of stickers. Yeah. I mainly got stickers because I'm more of a sticker collector than an enamel pin collector. So, you know, got some holographic stickers as well as some sticker sheets. They're really nice quality if anybody was like on the phones about it. They're, all the stickers are super nice quality. Yeah. The sticker sheets are not paper sticker sheets. They are vinyl sticker sheets. So they are waterproof. Like you can put them on your water bottles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything's super cool. You should buy Emily's products. Thanks. Um, That's what I got from there. Mm -hmm. And then also I got 
more stuff because Emily took me on a trip to the Woolery, which, how would you describe the Woolery, Emily? It's the largest spinning wheel and weaving loom uh, retailer in the United States and very possibly the world. It's really nice. I looked at a bunch of really cool floor looms that are very expensive. Yeah, I mean, they are a room worth worth of handmade wood furniture like yeah, they're big they're high quality <laughs> but those are definitely things that are out of my space having and money having mm-hmm. ranges mm-hmm. but it was all very inspiring it made me very curious about weaving and I got to try a bunch of spinning wheels mm-hmm. I got to try a Saxony style spinning wheel for the first time which was really nice and I liked it a lot more than I thought I would and I got some wool mm-hmm I got, it is Rosie's Floral Wool Blend, and it's got lots of little colored neps in it, multicolored neps, so hopefully it'll come up Tweety. I got Hydrangea and Amaryllis, and these are 250-gram bags. Yeah, they're big bags. They're big bags. I also needed some drive bands, which was actually kind of why we went, is because I haven't had a drive band for my Ashford Traveler for a long time. So I got a cotton drive band and a poly drive band. So I'm excited to test these out and use my spinning wheel again when we get back home. And then I got the latest copy of Spinoff Magazine for plain reading. Nice plain reading. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yay. And then we went to another super cool, unique specialty store. Take it away, Emily. Um, we went to Harafni and Hedge, which I've talked about on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. It's in Covington, Kentucky, and it's like the coolest witch shop ever, pretty much. Accurate. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's really neat in there. Lots of attention to detail. Lots of like specific theming. They have lots of curated stuff. It's really cool. Um, I picked up this beeswax candle, this handmade beeswax candle. That's really nice for my altar situation. And then we also got some rocks we did some rock shopping and they gave us little like velvet lined silver trays to place our rocks upon and they like pick them up with little tongs to put them into the packaging it's very and anything you buy there is exquisitely packaged yeah they like really wrap everything they have custom stickers and they use like cotton yarn for bows wax seals wax seals it's yeah it's all there's like a full-on apothecary 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 not apothecary. Mm-hmm. These things I'm learning. Apothecary. Yes. Of anything you could need for a variety of things, like for your you very unique tea blends, or if you do any sort of pagan practice, they have all the little odds and ends you might need. They have an enormous selection of tarot decks with one open that you can see all of them, which was really nice. A cool selection of fiction and nonfiction books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a huge case of handmade wands um, from various wand makers about. Even if you're not into like alternative spirituality, it's just a cool shop. To yeah, look it's in. really cool. But yeah, so we went there and you got. This I got rock. a Lapidolite tower. Yeah. It's purple. I. And my eye was initially drawn to it because it's lavender, which is one of my favorite colors to look at. It's about three inches tall, and I don't have any towers yet, so this is nice. But when I looked up what it uh, symbolizes, it was for good sleep and avoiding nightmares, which is something uh, that I could use more of in my life. So I was really happy about that. Mm-hmm. And then we got a matching rock. We got matching rocks. Do you have your rock? It's no, in my it's pocket. On the table. 
Yeah, we got rainbow moonstones. Yeah. We're going to talk about moonstones for Occult Corner. Beaming. You should show them the little face on yours. Yeah. Love him. The little critters from Princess Mononoke. Yes, which we watched the other day. I love it. I'm busting out my moonstone notes. I'll bust out my moonstone notes. I will also hit my microphone several times in the process of busting out my moonstone notes. It's okay. So moonstones are white like the moon and they're associated with the things the moon is regularly associated with these are facts and those things being tides womanly cycles mm-hmm. moonlight yeah, yeah moon deities yeah dreams mm-hmm. that kind of stuff and moonstones are sodium potassium aluminum silicate from the feldspar group and uh they have a pearly opalescent shiller or sheen uh, which is caused by light scattering between microscopic layers of feldspar. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, this is called adularescence. I, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. After Mount Adelar in Switzerland, uh, which is a famous source for moonstones. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and they really range in color. They can be yellow, gray, green, pink, reddish, orange, or brown. The most transparent and colorless stones are the more expensive ones and the more blue sheen or adularescence they have um, makes them more expensive. The rocks that we got are actually rainbow uh, moonstone or moonstone tourmaline, uh, which is actually a type of labradorite. It's in like the feldspar family. They're very similar, but it's actually a little bit different than a moonstone. But people can use them for the same stuff as moonstones and like witchy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you can usually tell rainbow moonstones or moonstone tourmaline apart because they will have, they'll be more opaque and have more inclusions. They're also going to be more common in like rock shops that you go to. The really clear moonstones are often used for like jewelry stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Used a lot in jewelry by the Romans. They were nuts about it. And also in the 20s for Art Nouveau stuff. So lots of really pretty vintage jewelry. Yeah, it was really popular. Uh, u- used in Rene Lequet Le- Le- and uh, Tiffany's jewelry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Super pretty. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, not surprisingly, the Romans associated moonstones with their goddess of the moon, Diana. Mm-hmm. And it was associated with a lot of the things that the, both the moon and the goddess Diana were associated with, like love, wisdom, good luck, and um, like clear-mindedness for prophecy, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting. That is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Romans and also um, Hindu religion have uh, associated it with the solidified rays of the moon. So mm-hmm. it's like the moonlight coming to Earth. Yeah. Which is neat. I also saw that something that Moonstone can signify is as a, a travel for protection at night. Mm, that's cool. Yeah. The Moonstone is the Florida State Gemstone, uh, and it was named that in 1970 to commemorate the moon landing, despite the fact that moonstones cannot be found naturally in Florida. And the moon landing was faked? Just kidding. I don't no, no, believe no, no, in that no, conspiracy no. theory. <laughs> I just think it's funny. Mm-hmm. It's also one of the birthstones for June. Mm-hmm. Um, in the United States, pearl is kind of the more popular birthstone for June. But in some places in Europe, like Germany, moonstone is more popular than pearl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I did see that rainbow moonstone specifically, like the ones we got, provide a, like extra protection, like mm-hmm. souped up protection. Do you know why that, why that association is? 
Because there's a rainbow in there? It's because of the tourmaline. Uh, yeah, the, the oh. black inclusions in it. Uh, black is often used for protection. Mm. Um, but yeah, tourmaline is thought to be a protective stone. So that's why. Yeah, extra protection, especially while you are sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, also the ones that we got because of their black inclusions, people will use them for balance work um, because of the white and black balance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Moon rocks. Moon rocks. We have them now. Yeah. I've been trying to do more pocket rocks because I really like how you do the pocket rocks and I also like having items to fiddle with in my pockets. Yeah, I enjoy my pocket rock practice. Um, I have a black moonstone that I should have brought as a visual aid but did not uh, that I like to use if I do like a new moon tarot spread. I like to put it on like my altar cloth for that because black moonstone new moon makes sense uh so i might use this guy in like full moon uh tarot spreads and that could be festive that's nice Mm -hmm. cool that's about all i got to say on moonstone i think that's about all i have to say too the only other thing i had is that they're kind of soft to be a stone used for jewelry and they can chip um so if they are worn in something like a ring it should have like a protective setting or be something that you don't wear like every day Mm -hmm. that's it nice cool Mm -hmm. fun talk about rocks i love it and i don't think we had any shameless self-promotion this week because no um, subscribe to my email list if you like my stuff because when shipping is done later in the month there will be a shop that you can buy the things from Uh, a lot of people have been asking me about that and it's definitely not like it's all gone from the kickstarter i have i'm gonna have stock of stuff for like good there's a lot left Mm -hmm. yep Mm mm-hmm it's good. I like it. You'll like it. Buy it. Sweet. And if you're looking to find us anywhere around the internet, we'd love for you to come find us. Uh, that was very bad. Anyway, where you can do that is fibercoven.com. You can find links to my yarn, Emily's patterns, and our Patreon content. We have a really cool Discord group that you should hang out in. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So until next week, Coven, keep making yarn magic. Bye. Bye. Bye.